Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, how to put this one into context? Rather tough. A galvanizing win in the home opener. Not exactly. Home plate umpire Ron Culpa blew the call, and the Mets gladly take the walk-off hit-by-pitch win in their home opener at City Field. Just another normal, average day at the ballpark for the New York Mets, who always seem to do something a little bit different to get the job done. Michael Conforto, did he lean in? Absolutely. Got hit in the elbow pad and uh, took first base. Bases loaded. Should have been called out. Because the pitch was right down the middle. Nonetheless, the Mets will take the gift win, move to 2-2 two and two on the year. And you take a look at what is good and what is bad uh, right now. Three games in Philadelphia, one against the Marlins, two more to come this weekend. Then the Phillies come back in to complete the homestand. Mets have gotten good starting pitching. Jacob deGrom, Marcus Stroman. Yesterday, Taiwan Walker, very solid. He did give up a couple of runs in the sixth inning. But Walker, who has not pitched much over the last couple of seasons, actually the last three years, when you combine what he has started, the games he started in the last three years, comes out to 15. He had 11 last year, uh, six, I think, with, uh, no, five with Seattle, then six with Toronto after the trade. But prior to that, in 2018 and 2019, he had only had four starts total because of Tommy John surgery. So Walker, very effective yesterday. And as mentioned, five scoreless innings. He actually, uh, through the first four, faced the minimum. And then ran into trouble in the sixth inning, gave up a couple of runs, and that's the way it stood, 2-1 to one until Jeff McNeil, birthday boy, tied it in the ninth inning. Is that good news? Well, usually when Max starts hitting, uh, things get a little bit better, and he'll go on a hot streak. He started out 0-10 and had a terrible spring as well. Did hit some balls hard in Philadelphia, but he went deep on a pitch that he should have driven deep into the uh, seats in right field, the upper deck. That tied the game at two and allowed uh, Conforto to do his magic and the Mets to escape with the 3-2 uh, to two win over the Marlins. But McNeil certainly isn't on his game right now. Neither is Michael Conforto. Conforto had a miserable game uh, in the last one in Philadelphia. He stranded nine batters all told. Mets were just awful with runners in scoring position in that game, and they were once again awful with runners in scoring position in yesterday's game. They were 0 for uh, 6 all told yesterday. And uh, had a miserable uh, time the uh, the game before in Philadelphia. But Conforto is not on his game right now. He stranded a couple of more runners, although he gets the game-winning RBI with the hit-by-pitch. But uh, you don't worry that much about Conforto or McNeil, for that matter. Either guy, uh, I never worry about if they do go into slums. But both of them, cold at the beginning of the year, certainly leave some holes in what's become a better and a deeper Mets lineup. Other things that are good, Brandon Nimmo. 
Well, Nimmo is doing what he usually does, and that's get on base. He has reached in 11 of 19 plate appearances thus far. A lot of walks, as you would expect, but Nimmo yesterday with a three-hit game, so he was on top of his game from the top of the lineup. Is on base percentage 579 to start out the season, so Nimmo's getting the job done. Dom Smith looks okay as well. Had uh, Already has a home run this year and had a, uh, a sack fly in the fifth inning to get the first Mets run in, but there again is somewhat of a problem for the Mets. They should have had a big inning in the fifth inning, didn't. Uh, They left the bases loaded there. Uh, The sack fly did get in one run, but they should have had a big inning and should have broken the game open at that point, and the Marlins came back, took a 2-1 lead, but eventually, as mentioned, the Mets get the win. The bullpen, well, Bullpen was better yesterday, and you're going to see, I think, a steady diet of probably Miguel Castro on the 7th, Trevor May in the 8th, and Edwin Diaz, who made his first appearance of the year in the ninth inning. Diaz looked great in spring training. He has his confidence back. I think he's going to be fine yesterday. Uh, did a good job in the ninth inning. Castro is one of those guys who I, I call him a dark horse. He's really not a dark horse because he has great stuff. He just hasn't put it together. The walks have hurt him in the past, but he's cut down on that, and I think he's going to be a big fixture in the bullpen. And May is a guy that's going to give up the home run occasionally, but uh, he was much better yesterday. And they had a 7-8-9 where they shut the Marlins down after that two-run sixth inning, and that allowed the Mets to get the win. So, again, you'll see a steady diet of Castro and May and Diaz in those late-inning situations. You won't see Dylan Batances because Batances now on the disabled list, or the injured list, I should say, with a shoulder impingement. And I'm not sure about the future of Dylan Batances. He's not the same pitcher he was before. He's a shell of his former self. He doesn't have the velocity. He always had that uh, you know, 97, 98-mile-an-hour fastball and then the nasty breaking ball to go with it. Well, he's been trying to work on that breaking ball and, and refine that, and I think he's got it to a pretty good place. The problem is the velocity just isn't there, so people aren't afraid of you know, sitting back on that hook and you know, having a 97 or 98 mile fi- mile an hour fastball blow by him. So that's a problem for Batances. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever get the old velocity back, whether he's going to be a different kind of pitcher. Uh, the Mets haven't given up on him, but at the same time, if he uh, can't correct those problems, you can also see the Mets kind of eating that salary eventually. He's signed for $6 million for the year, but if he's taking up a spot in the bullpen, it's probably not going to cut it because the bullpen hasn't exactly set the world on fire thus far. Trevor Hildenberger was the guy who was called up. And Jeremy Hefner, the pitching coach, very familiar with Hildenberger. He had him in Minnesota. Had some good years there as well, but he struggled of late. But he was pretty good during the spring, so they called him up to give him a chance uh, in the bullpen. And we'll see how that works out. What do the Mets have in store? Well, they have Jacob deGrom coming on Saturday. That's always good news. He'll face the Marlins. Get right back on the hill. Maybe get his first win of the year. He deserved a win in his first start. Didn't get it, but where have we seen that before? It's amazing. 31 times DeGrom has left the game with a lead, and the bullpen, the Mets bullpen, has blown that lead for him. It's amazing to think about that, the number of wins that DeGrom could have. Listen, if he wins another Cy Young, which I think he will at some point in time, he'll probably be a Hall of Fame pitcher. I think he will be a Hall of Fame pitcher, Uh, but... It's amazing the lack of wins that he has for the way he has pitched. Uh, It is kind of astounding, but 
Uh, we'll see if he can get a win on Saturday, and maybe the Mets can uh, sweep this series as they head into Philadelphia. But problems, yes, there are some. Francisco Lindor has certainly not taken off, hitting two fifteen, thus uh, two fourteen, excuse me, uh, thus far this season. Lindor will be better, I think. Uh, Pete Alonso has been okay. Um, and they have some injuries uh, as well. J.D. Davis sidelined for a while. That's unfortunate because uh, J.D. was, I think, starting to turn the corner a little bit defensively and, uh, and offensively as well, too. But the Mets get a win, if you want to call it that. Listen, it's a gift win. It was gift wrapped for them. Uh, Ron Culpa admitted his mistake. Um, Michael Conforto will take it. So will the Mets. They are 3-2. and two. And we'll be back after the Marlins series with another Met podcast for you. I'm Ed Coleman. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.